Great rising to everyone listening out there. I would like to welcome you to the King and I Life podcast hosted by myself, Soul Touch of the Poet, and my three co-hosts, Sun Soul X, Phoenix, and Kiss Chanel. Today, we bring you another segment of African-American historical figures, places, and events. Today, I'm going to talk to you about Arnold Donawa. Arnold Donawa was born December 1895 in Trinidad. Although little is known about his childhood, he earned his DDS from Howard University in Washington, D.C. in 1922. After graduating, he worked for the Royal College of Dental Surgeons in Toronto and the Forsyth Clinic in Boston. In 1929, he became the first dean at Howard University's College of Dentistry. Two years later, he resigned to start a private oral surgery practice in Harlem, New York. In 1934, Donawa joined the Communist Party in New York City. For two years, following the Italian invasion of Ethiopia, he coordinated the collection and shipment of medical supplies, eventually becoming an officer of United Aid for Ethiopia. With Ethiopia's defeat and the rise of Generalismo Francisco Franco and his fascist followers in Spain, who challenged the fledgling Spanish Republic, Donawa shifted his efforts to the Aid Spain campaign. In 1937, Donald responded to the American Medical Bureau's call for volunteers to serve in the Spanish Civil War. Issued a passport on July 20, 1937, he set sail for Spain the following day. Dr. Donald arrived in Spain on August 16th and was slightly wounded on the same day during a fascist aerial bombing of the port town of Port Bow. Despite his wound, he was assigned to the American Hospital at Villa Paz as head of oral surgery. Throughout his 18-month tour, Donald's work allowed him to become a popular figure in the American press where he was featured in mainstream African-American and communist newspapers and journals. He returned to the United States, arriving in New York on December 31, 1938. After his return, Donald continued to campaign for the Spanish Republic until its fall. Lincoln brigadiers who fought in Spain for the Spanish Republic fondly recalled the surgeon's generosity to fellow veterans on their return from Spain. He remained politically active in later years, gaining notice in 1945 for leading a group of African-American dentists protesting anti-Semitic dental school quotas. Donald retired from his practice in Harlem in the late 1950s and returned to Trinidad, where he died in obscurity in 1964. Although claimed by the Communist Party, Donald's politics were unclear. Regardless, Dr. Donald was an important leader among African-American dentists and one of the few African-Americans in the 1930s to cross racial lines to become a symbol to all opponents of fascism. If you would like to give us feedback or input on this and other topics, submit your request to kingandi369 at gmail.com. That's K-I-N-G-A-N-D-E-Y-E-369 at gmail.com. Thank you and have a great day.